2: Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. We're back. We spent some time learning about spaceships and the roles of spaceships and upgrading our spaceships. Kevin, where are you going to take us this week?
3: I think we're going to go to space.
2: Yay!
4: Shocking! Space.
3: Flight yes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, your upgrades last time Upgradical on Critical Head. Hit were... Uh, were in order to prepare you and your ship for uh, the race that you are about to run the redemption race, uh, the round that should get you back in the good graces of uh, the drifters, executives, such as, uh, you know, and the the mysterious power brokers behind the scenes like Eon Souljet and team Electrum. Uh, But you have to run the race first so uh you guys had done your upgrades on verses you had your little uh, crew uh ready to to assist with repairs uh should that come up but uh and before that you'd met with uh team electrum and uh discussed uh your you know the fate of uh your Collective enterprise here uh, and whether you were destined to be uh faces or heels uh, and uh, you came to some sort of accord uh, with them uh, but uh, none of that matters unless you guys can uh, pull off a win uh today so we're going to go ahead and cut to uh the Race, you guys have been given coordinates uh, that uh, you know Rain sends them to you, but unfortunately, they're they're no, you know, she didn't get them ahead of time or anything like that. So uh, they're out in the middle of nowhere, technically impact world space, um, but uh, just in some uh, like a debris field of asteroids and nebulas, nothing. No no inhabited uh, worlds
2: or anything like that. And that is where you are all supposed to meet. We warp in out of subspace and our light speed engines
1: cool down. You drift others.
3: in out of space. Oh, that's it. Space.
2: Yep,
1: yep. <laughs> and, and we checked our arrival fireworks. I,
2: so <coughs> I, I, I'm going to derail you here for just a moment, Kevin. There was sure. some interesting talk in our Discord server. From our, uh, from our listeners, uh, who listened to the ship's combat explanation and the, um, uh, the upgrade Im- uh, information. And they said, it feels like a lot like, I think they said one of the star Wars games, uh, that kind of does this, this exact same thing. And they thought that that was rather interesting that, uh, that there was that similarity in ship build and ship flight and that kind of stuff mm. that uh, people, people use.
3: Yeah, I mean, I've played a couple of the Star Wars RPGs. Um, I do like how much, like how, how central a ship is to Starfinder. I mean, you you could yeah, definitely yeah. play Starfinder without having a ship, sh- for sure. But they allocate a huge amount of the core rulebook to ships and ship mm-hmm. combat. And it's a whole different thing. And I think it's really cool.
2: Yeah, Definitely.
3: I say that now before I run this for you. Ask me again <laughs> afterwards. I'm gonna have a migraine. I hope well, not. we are
2: all we are all ready, but uh, yes, we hope we do not give you a migraine.
3: <laughs> I, I kid, I kid,
2: I kid because I love.
3: Um, but it is always it's tricky when there's a separate system, right? Like that's that's yeah. an ask for the players. It's an ask for the DM to like know a whole additional set of rules yeah Mm -hmm. fortunately like whenever you can kind of blend things like oh the ship has an armor
5: class it's like okay cool fine and the fact that our skills impact directly what happens to the ship right Yeah.
3: yeah i make a skill check as my character i make an engineering check and i fix the thing reallocate shields or whatever but you guys are uh pulling up and uh you see ahead of you um a, a very strange uh racetrack. Um so uh it's going to be described by our hosts here in a moment so I'll 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 save that for you. But uh it's in the middle of space, it's not near a planet. There are asteroids and, and some uh space gas Kind of uh, wandering about, Um, but it is very brightly lit and you can tell where you're supposed to be uh, stationed uh, near, um, again, one of those giant uh, electronic uh, checkered flag uh, beginning signs uh, where the other ships are pulling up.
2: Is there a little guy in a cloud that says uh, lap one? (laughs) <laughs>
3: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> all right uh anything that you guys discuss amongst yourselves
1: hmm, we need to check our blue shell allocation <laughs> now we
0: sure to hit the gas on the second light
4: i'll uh be like you know kind of look to uh uh and be like should we give a inspirational pep talk to the team before we start
5: yeah <laughs> Alright everyone, Uh, due to circumstances out of our control, we were knocked out of the race, but by exercising an immense amount of free will and uh, also getting corporate interests involved, we have managed to essentially worm ourselves back into this. And as the mighty worm burrows deeply into somebody's thorax, we will also burrow deeply into the thorax of this race and win it. Which I guess would be like not killing the host. I okay. I'm a little bit. Amu, how do worms work? <laughs> uh, which
4: be burrowing into their hearts.
5: Yes, they're the hearts of the public, and also the hearts of um our sponsors, and most importantly, into the heart of gold that is the money at the end of this race.
4: And to their brains, because they won't be able to stop thinking about how awesome we are.
5: That's right, we will be a full system infection to this uh to this show, and it will never be the same again.
2: Oh, there's a little synthetic tear that runs down Bob's uh, cheek. He's just so inspired by these words.: Yeah,
5: seriously though, guys, do your jobs, man your stations, uh don't panic, and um, yeah. You guys are doing great. I trust all of you. Yeah. And I'll, I'll look at Skritic, uh to do what you're supposed to do during the race.
0: <laughs> okay. There's a clang of a hatch and a scuttering in the vents as he runs down to the engineering.
4: Everyone feeling good?
0: Everybody
6: feeling uh, loose and ready.
5: Everybody got yeah. uh, what your makeup on your uh, or whatever you need our hats. Yeah. Pull, All pull, like, right. Pull a
4: little brush and brush my scales. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, the ship is already being surrounded by camera bots uh and an extra bumper is being attached uh to the rear. It's being um there's uh like ma- it's being magnetically sealed and then uh there's a spellcaster evidently also casting something that uh seals it to the uh back of the ship. You remember that the sand skink had a bunch of its systems uh turned off. Mm, yeah, yeah, locked yeah, until exactly. we
4: reach a certain level of awesomeness.
3: Yep. So who knows exactly what this bumper does. But it's being done to
5: all the ships, not just yours. What other ships are here, do we know?
3: Yeah, so. Uh, that seems like a good time to cut away to uh the uh view that these camera bots are providing, uh, and you see that little uh, silver swoosh of a desk uh that uh two of your hosts are sed- seated behind the human jockhammer. And uh, the Barathu Shulai, uh, the same hosts you guys have seen at your previous race. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 27th season of Drifters, the galaxy's only InfoSphere show with Pain Demon set designers on staff. I'm your host, Jock Hammer, joined again by Shulai. I think you mean Velstrax, colloquially known as Chitons, not pain demons you uneducated ape that's right i can never keep my evil outsiders straight without that uh, old childhood rhyme saying it out loud chitin sharp with razors frighten through pain and piercings they enlighten but enough nursery rhymes shulai why don't you tell the audience what's special about this race this is a redemption race, meaning that each of the teams present was previously eliminated from contention, but they are now offered a second chance to remain in Drifters. Unlike a normal race, only the winning team will advance to the next segment. And of course, for today's race, is not like any we've seen before. How would you uh, describe it, Shulai? Why, the course is quite simply a series of Seven fields, arranged in concentric rings with hidden warp gates to connect them, all moving at different relative speeds. Obviously. Right, right. Uh, let me try a metaphor for the audience. Imagine a really big onion ring. And where the onion is, inside the batter, that's the racetrack. And the batter... Is the electromagical field that moves everything within the ring at a certain speed, like a like a moving walkway. And then there are six more onion rings, each smaller and contained within the previous, like nesting dolls. And they each move faster than the previous ones. And each ring is a color of the rainbow, the outermost being red, then orange, proceeding all the way down to violet in the innermost ring rainbow nesting doll moving walkway onion rings got it great the warp gates will flicker in and out of existence meaning the pilots will have only a brief window to make the jump to the next ring or they'll have to fly around the ring once again and the winning team must make it to the innermost ring furthermore Power ups are located at inner rings, and it will be easier to hit the slower moving targets than the faster moving ships on the faster moving inner rings. Plus, asteroids, nebulas, and some special surprises to ensure this will be the most brutal race yet. But first, a word from our sponsors. Cuts to uh, a totally different image. You see a human man sitting cross-legged on a mat in a peaceful-looking space with bonsai trees and wind chimes in the background, quaint knick-knacks litter the shelves whimsically, a wooden floor beneath him is well-lit by natural sunlight. He's dressed in loose-fitting, comfy-looking clothes like he's about to do yoga or maybe take a nap. He has a few tattoos and a couple of piercings. Hi, everyone. We're here from the cult of Zon Kuthon, the Midnight Lord, the Dark Prince, and we want to set the record straight on some points. It's not true that Kuthites experience the worst pain of their lives upon joining the cult. He turns to the side camera and he is now completely lit differently, their shadows accentuating the dozen spikes that are running through his face and hundreds of scarification marks on his body. He's dressed in leather, stained black with blood. The sounds of the chimes in the background have been replaced by chains clinking together. The bonsai trees are instead prisoners hanging in gibbets, cages where they might be pruned. The room shelves are filled with elaborate puzzle boxes. And he says, there is no such thing as the worst pain, as worse is always yet to come. He turns back and is lit Uh, the the first image again. Nor is it the case that Kuthites express regret about joining the cult to their families. In Shadow, Kuthites never speak to their families again unless it is to exact enlightening pain upon them. Plus, you never have to feel regret again. Let's address the elephant in the room. The sex stuff. Lots of people think we're a negative stereotype for the BDSM community whose members are constantly experiencing the peaks of pleasure by torturing others. In reality, most BDSM practitioners emphasize safety and trust. We really don't. Plus, the peaks of pleasure fade too fast. We prefer to stay on the edge. He runs a blade across his skin and quivers as he bleeds, his eyes closed in ecstasy. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. So, if you're curious about experiencing new planes of pleasure, or you simply can't stand existence and are desperate to feel something, anything at all, join the cult of Zonkuthon. We hear the song at the center of the galaxy, and it sounds like razors through the flesh. What do you mean the subliminal broadcaster wasn't running? Are you kidding me, Doug? And then it cuts back.
2: Wow.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see? Uh... (laughs) Gelugon it kills with ice, then kills your ghost that eats you twice. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Rodrigo. Not uh, everybody knew those rhymes. The, 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 the evil of rhymes.
3: <laughs> um, but to answer your original question, there are three. Uh, oh, and at the end it says, "Go team immense, go team immense tomorrow." As uh, the uh, the ad ends, um, there are three other ships stationed here with you. Uh, there is uh, for each team uh, the new team Rust Dragon. Their ship, the Umber Wyvern, uh, is a heavily modded ATEC Resolute heavy freighter. So it's larger and slower than the Squeaky Clean. It's blocky orange, white, and brown colored. It definitely appears to be more heavily armed and armored than a standard issue freighter. Uh, notably, it has a ramming prow built into its snub nose, so you probably want to avoid that. And as I go through these, I'm going to show you them on uh, roll 20. So that's what the Umbra Wyvern kind of looks like. Nice. Neat. Uh, Team Immense Tomorrow, Uh, they are flying the Celebrant of Darkness, a creepy-looking ship giving the impression of an arachnid, like a tick, uh, backlit in purple with chain-like grabber claws below the main body. Um, A starship aficionado like Bob could recognize that uh, this is an Eclipse Innovations Antumbra Overseer model, uh which just means that it has a durable hull uh a heavy weapons complement and uh is would actually be very difficult to hack. They have uh systems that are designed to uh uh like electronic countermeasures, so that is what the celebra of darkness looks
0: like mm-hmm. scary Ugh. Ugh.
3: and then uh you might remember this team uh from your previous race as well team hive mind. The Formians, Uh, they are in the Mermessia, which looks less like a starship and more like a giant space beetle, as it is actually a living biomechanical vessel. It has enormous pincer-like mandibles, and beneath its biomagnetic shielding and chitinous armor plates, you can see Bulbous sacks that seem ready to shoot or spray some kind of bioweapon. And that is what the Miramessia looks like. Ooh, scarier. That's dope. Cool. So on roll 20, you should see a lot of colors. Yeah, we do. So it's a a hex grid um, because that's how, you know uh starship combat works and like like the host described, you can see that it's a rainbow of ovals, basically rings um Jock Hammer described them as onion rings, but you know for the it's easy to think of it two dimensionally three dimensionally, you guys are traveling within like a little tunnel, basically, like mm-hmm. little tubes, um hence the onion ring but uh two dimensionally, it's very easy to just look at it and see. Um, so there's all sorts of stuff. Uh let's see.
4: I had no idea uh, you could put animations in this.
3: Oh yeah, animated tokens for sure. Um, so you guys should be able to see a bunch of stuff, but not everything I can see. Uh do you see the little ships at the top of the red ring near the flag? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Ah, yeah, yes. bam. All right. So uh the top one is the squeaky clean. Do you see that? Yep. Yep. All right. So that is a token that I should be able to give you guys
4: control
0: over. Looks like I can. Yeah,
4: yeah. I already you see that I control over it. it.
3: All right. Great, great, great. Cool. Um, and then you can see... Uh, If you just look down, I use different tokens. So the one right beneath the squeaky clean is the umber wyvern, which is the new team rust dragon. The one below that is the mermessia, which is the Formians team hive mind. And the one below that is the celebrant of darkness Mm -hmm. uh, team immense tomorrow. So, you know, some people would start with an easy race uh, that makes (laughs) sense. I decided to, to do this instead.
1: Glow in the dark onion rings in space. It's yep. Pretty impressive D-
4: donut hole inside a smaller donut hole
3: <laughs> absolutely did you guys understand the concept of each of these being a faster moving walkway yes yeah. okay sort of? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. imagine like you know so the let's say the ship goes at 50 miles an hour well each of these uh rings provides additional acceleration of its own so or additional speed of its own. So, you know, if you'd normally be going 50 miles per hour in the red ring, let's say the red ring is plus 10, you'd net be going 60 miles an hour. So imagine like you're running, but you're running on a moving walkway. So wherever you're going, the thing is also kind of boosting you along. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But then if you were in the orange ring, maybe be plus 20 miles an hour. And the yellow ring, plus 30 miles an hour. And maybe the violet ring is plus 100 miles an hour. So each ring is faster than the ones ahead of it. Um, So even if you guys are maintaining a a steady speed, by moving to inner more rings, you go much, much faster.
5: Can we uh, pick a direction and number the rings just for... uh, people whose monitors can't tell the difference between purple and magenta and or colorblind people?
3: Ooh. Um.
5: Yes, I suppose I can. Uh, on the outside, just, six on the you inside? Know, from the, yeah, from the inside to the outside or outside to the inside, and then we'll count.
3: Yeah, so there are seven total rings, obviously.
1: So do we start from the outside and move in? Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. You start from the outside and move in. That's
1: correct. So the red, the red is the, one, red is the, the slowest, is actually. Back. Yep. Okay. Okay. But it red is, is s- the fastest Whoa. color. Just ask any orc. <laughs> Stop being an orc. No, no they're the best. You,
5: you, had, you had the opportunity to play an orc in this game, and you decided to play a weird space, like mucus colony,
1: okay? <laughs> right. It's on That's you. Right. Man, could have been an orc. <laughs> we could have all been orcs. We could have been a group of orcs.
6: Oh! Space but orcs.
1: How? Yeah, space orcs. So orcs as they call them. With a
0: K.
5: With a K. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's gonna So while me next
3: theoretically year. it is possible to label them, it is practically quite difficult.
2: I think we <laughs> have them rings that's from fine. one Just, through seven outside to inside. Yeah. It's Roy yeah, Biv. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah, i It is, is G Biv. But yeah, one through seven outside to inside. Can you guys see like the uh, starting with the yellow ring down here. Oops. Oh, I'm on the, not on. Yeah. Down there. Exactly. Uh, There are little animated icons. You can see them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cool. Yep. Each of those represents a, an upgrade. Oh, Uh, so if you swing through that, you will get that upgrade first if you're the first one to swing through it. That is. Are those are question mark blocks.
6: Those <laughs> are question. <No>. M- <laughs> those
1: are those are the uh, warp fields.
3: Um. Like, so the warp gates that Shulai mentioned, you don't actually see. Those are currently all on the GM layer, so you don't know where the. She said they're hidden warp gates that move you from one ring to the next. Um. So. You'll have to find them as you go, uh, you guys see the asteroids uh that are kind of littered throughout the map uh-huh. yep, yeah, those are asteroids. If you hit them, the ship will take damage
4: hmm. okay then
3: um, okay. and then kind of towards the innermost rings on the map layer, and because it's on the map layer, it does not break the ring okay, um, but towards like some of the inner rings, you can see. Um, If you look around, do you see that kind of, like, ugly... Yeah, that's a good one. That's another one. And then this is another Italy one over, over here. here and over here. This kind of ugly, green, yellow, brown stuff... Mm-hmm.
6: Uh-huh.
3: That is nebula. That is space dust mm. gas. So it it's not as bad as hitting an asteroid, obviously, but there might be your sensors might not work or stuff like that, you know, fun. It's a good place to hide. For instance, (laughs) if you are trying to hide from ship fire, so
1: yeah, Khan can never find you in there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Because he thinks two dimensionally. (laughs) (laughs) Any questions before we get started?
4: Is there any obvious way to move from ring to ring besides these hidden gates? Nope okay then
3: if there was the gates would
6: serve no purpose mm. uh, okay um,
3: so uh, I need a couple things from you guys the squeaky clean has shields how much shields do they have 80 looks like uh, 80 points correct. of shield so um, how are you guys arranging them because you have aft, port starboard, and four.
0: Uh, 20 all Simple. around. Should we just do 20? Yeah, yeah I I like 20 20, 20, is,
3: 20 is easy. All right.
0: No, we can, but we can
2: allocate during one of our turns, right? Reallocate you can that re- stuff?
3: You can, you can reallocate. Um, that is an engineering action. Um, but yes, you, you certainly can. Uh, the, let's see here. Uh, first of all, um, you... When you take the Divert Shields action, you restore shield points equal to 5% of your PCU rating, which is good. So, PCU rating of Squeaky Clean is 250. What's 5% of 250? 12. 12. So, you heal 12 uh, whenever that action is taken, up to once a round, I think. Um, And you can uh, distribute the Restored Shields across... The four quadrants as you see fit um plus i think i mentioned before in the uh the previous when we did our like rundown previously you can always like basically steal shields from one quadrant to give to another um but you can't you can't reduce the one you're stealing from below uh what you would give to the other if that makes sense so, like if the new one let's say no. uh one quadrant has zero and one quadrant has twenty, you could make them both ten ten that's fine, but you couldn't take fifteen away from the twenty and give and make it five fifteen right we're going to have a bunch more questions as we go i'm I'm confident, but that's okay a- anything else right now
4: um one question I was looking at the um ship like the rolls. Where it says um, there are sometimes like actions that require you to spend a resolve point, is that the person who person. is using the action? Okay. Yep. That's what I want to do. Yep.
3: You have to spend the resolve point, which is okay. It's good that mm-hmm. they have that as an option.
2: Does anyone want to jump into like specific positions before we start, like weapons or?
5: Well, Kevin had said no? that he's not. He's not going to be too. Uh, pressured into, like, specific positions.
6: Okay.
0: Exactly. Critic already took the Jeffrey tubes to the engineering
5: bay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm not gonna... I, I think it's more relevant for you guys to think about what actions you want to take, and note that there are certain actions that can only be done once. So, like, you know, you yeah. can't have multiple people pilot at, at, at the same time. Um, Uh, you know, the ship only accelerates so much. Uh, So I don't mind if people jump from the guns to go to the nav computers, to go to, you know, take a magic check. None of those bother me at all. Um, It's just that you should be kind of more aware of what actions you want to take. Then we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, So we're going to start off uh, with... The engineering phase of round one. So these are the sorts of actions that can uh so uh the 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 uh shimmering uh checkered flag uh is shining. There are fans in ships uh nearby all shouting at you guys. Uh your your infosphere connections go are going crazy until uh they get a down such that um uh you you think you're able to broadcast out but you can't pick up what others are sending in uh which makes sense because that could easily lead to a whole bunch of cheating um uh so uh you know uh, Quentin you, you think that like through certain reaction like you're getting reactions across so maybe you might be able to work something out um But uh, in the meantime, uh, the hollow uh, lights are indicating that everything is about to get started. Uh, So this is time for the captain or chief mate or engineer or magic officer. Any of those types of actions uh, now would be a good time for them. So um,
5: does anyone want to act uh, now?
0: Do we want to floor it?
5: Uh, yeah, we probably want to bust out of here as quickly as possible.
4: Yep. All right. I like that.
0: So on that divert action, does it actually take from anything, or if I just make the roll, then it boosts whatever I'm boosting?
3: You're bo- you're taking all. You're giving her all she's got.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, then I'm gonna try to divert to the uh, engines to increase speed by two.
3: All right, that sounds good. Go ahead and make uh, your engineering check. And your Starship tier is seven. uh, So the DC is going to be 20.
0: All right. Did it look in there?
3: Oh, making it look easy. All right, 23. Nice. Yeah, good work. Uh, So, yeah, you divert uh, the engine's Uh, You guys also, did did you guys get the, um, oh, you did not get the thrusters primer. That's okay. I was just checking. Uh. So, Steven, as Bob, uh, you're going to be in charge of keeping track of the ship's speed.
2: Okay, currently it
6: is at 12.
3: Yep, because its thrusters are 12. So, now it's going to be 14 because of that plus two uh, that Scredic just gave it. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else? Critic, you can move around the ship or something like that, but that's your, your main action.
0: I think I'll just wait here until things start exploding and then see where I need to run.
3: All right. Sounds good. Uh, any sort of captain or magic officer actions?
5: i got a captain action. Okay. I will um, grab the comm... And be like, take her out, Bob. And remember, we've got everything writing in this. And I'll make a demand of Bob (laughs) to improve his performance and give him a plus four bonus to a specific check uh, if I manage to scare him. (laughs) Intimidate the android. Yeah. If that's all
3: right. Yeah, go for it. All right.
6: It's all right by me. I don't know if it's all right by
2: Bob. Sure, yeah. Hey, uh, you succeed. That was exactly what we said. Yes, sir. Right away, sir.
5: So uh you get a plus four to one specific check by succeeding. Yeah. So you get a plus four to your pilot like next pilot check. Okay.
3: All right. Uh let's see here. Um oh, and also this would be a fine time. Technically, it happens during the uh the helm phase. Um but there's no reason why science officers shouldn't just go in the engineering phase, in my opinion, because a science officer should pretty much always go before the pilot. I'm thinking mm-hmm. anyway, uh, if, uh, there's a science officer check that people want to take, um, that now is also a fine time, like to scan some, another ship or something like that.
6: Ooh, ooh, ooh. that's, that's what I was wanting
3: to do
2: was exactly oh. what you said.
3: Okay. Uh what ship do you want to scan and what do you or what do you want to do? Uh
2: scan
6: let's see which one is right next to us. That's the one the closest
3: to Dragon. you Yeah. <laughs> okay, the Umber Wyvern of Team Rust Dragon.
6: My computers is that. Oh, let's look up
3: there. Defensive countermeasures. That's a nineteen. Uh, nineteen. Okay, so let's see here. That's 10, 15, Oh, ho, 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 ho. all right. Well, you succeed. Um. Okay, so I will uh tell you that their armor class uh in the Umber Wyvern is twenty one. Uh, their target lock is twenty one. Their total and current hull points is 160. Uh, Their total and current shield points in each quadrant is 30 in each. Uh, And their current, their PCU, how much of a a power uh, they have is 250. Uh, Their complement is 5. 5. They have five living creatures aboard the ship. Um their size is large. So it's actually uh yeah, one size category larger than you guys. It's a large heavy freighter. Um, its base speed is ten. Its maneuverability is average, which means it takes it has to move two spaces bef- for every um Facing turn it wants to make uh the ship classification, I think I said, oh I said heavy freighter, yeah, uh and it's an a tech resolute, a heavily modified one, uh, but you guys already knew that that's a lot of good info <laughs> <laughs> that's it for that scan um anybody else taking not piloting not gunnery actions? quentin maybe
1: Yeah, that's what i was thinking i'm looking at the thing that says targeting and i'm wondering presumably my thought process was that Vangi would be on the weapon systems is that something that can be done at this point or is that further on down
3: yeah so you could do um are you looking under science officer actions
1: uh yeah actually i think it's chief mate or or chief mate let's take a look targeting aid engineering phase
3: oh yeah yeah that that would work so you could you could definitely do that so it does cost a resolve point and the dc mm-hmm. is a little higher you can see that right like the dc is going to be like 30 right um but if you do that uh if Vanguit does take the fire at will uh action. Mm-hmm. Fire at will, you can kind of think as starship full attack. You know, it's the take two attacks but each with a penalty. Okay. Um then uh if you succeed at this, she won't take the penalty at all. If you fail by ten or more, they take a the gunner instead takes a penalty. Okay. So
1: so that would be a target 30, what am I rolling?
6: Uh you'd be rolling Acrobatics or athletics. Oh.
1: Well, I'm good at one of those.
3: You're literally assisting with the targeting. Not via computer, but via
5: yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you want to use computers, there's a lock-on action.
1: Yes, Um, there is there is a lock on acrobatics than computers. Oh, nice. i'm sneaky um yeah let me try that so i roll that and then i would uh if i make the roll i spend a point or i spend well you spend the re, you spend
3: the point either way okay. and then you make the roll all
1: right well let's do this blah i
3: could. Oh. <laughs> all right <laughs> and you fail oh. by 10 or more so uh oh, no. vangie uh quentin's help is not really help it's, in wow. fact, a minus two penalty to gunnery checks this round.
0: See, that's why I wasn't going for those kind of actions right yeah. now. Uh,
4: she'll, she'll say, uh, uh, maybe, uh, maybe next time hype up the crowd. Um, that seems to have misaligned things.
3: All right. So I think we're on to the next phase, which is the helm phase. So, uh, Bob, it's time for a piloting check to determine initiative.
2: All right. Piloting check. 30.
5: Oh, dang. 30. I think you mean 34.
2: Oh, 34. Oh, but also, do I also add an additional one because of, um, under maneuverability, it says plus one piloting. Does that mean I add one to my piloting check? Yes. Oh, so 35. 35 then.
3: (laughs) All right. 35. That is good enough for a second.
2: Wow, okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you guys uh are up against some pretty some... speedy buggers. Yep. All right. So, as a refresher, um this is a little weird, but the slowest person, you know, kind of declares mm-hmm. their action first so that you can see where they're going. So, that is the Umber Wyvern, uh, the new team Rush Dragon. So they are going to 1112 because they had also boosted their engines. Uh, so that is where the Umber Wyvern will wind up. Then let's take a look at the next uh, fastest ship, which is the Mir Messia. Oh, uh, we're actually going to go 11, 12, 13, 14. So as not to provoke an attack from the Umber Wyvern. You are allowed to move through enemy ships, hexes, but it basically provokes an AOO, So you don't want to do
5: it if you can avoid it.
1: Just the
0: chase it, right?
5: Would they provoke an attack? Don't they technically go be- before they go? Wouldn't they get there before the Umber Wyvern Weaver- gets there?
3: Uh that's an interesting point.
5: <laughs> I hate time. Travel. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know, Rodrigo, why don't you look that up while I don't worry about it right this second. Uh because in any case they can get to where the the hex they're at without passing through it. Um okay. Uh so Bob, uh you have a sense of how uh, things are playing out and uh, the direction people are going. Um, it is your turn to declare your, uh, where you're
2: going. Sure. I'm going to fly and I can either land up to you guys. I can either land right here or I can end up right next to uh, this other team. Depends on what Gunnery wants to do. Bangy.
4: Yeah, that's a good question. I definitely want to shoot something. Um, I guess I would ideally prefer to shoot the bugs as opposed to Team Brass Dragon, since we have a um, somewhat um, tenuous truce with them.
2: And the bugs are these guys right here, the ones in front of us? Yep. Yep. Okay, and you can shoot to the side, correct?
4: Yeah, I I mean, I can fire in all directions. We've We've got weapons everywhere.
2: And 14 spaces with the turns here and there. Would put me right, would put us right there next to them.
3: Okay, yep, that sounds about right. Because their speed is the same as yours, the Ember Wavern's a little slower. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right, that's my that's my turn. That's my fly turn.
3: All right, and then the Celebrant of Darkness. One, two, three, and three, four. So they wind up. Very near you guys as well. So uh you know, as as Jock Hammer would say, there's a tight pack approaching the first asteroid bend. Uh and we get to Gunnery. I think Van you're the only one who hasn't acted, yeah?
4: That is correct. So I'm gonna uh so she's gonna man the uh turret mounted maser and said, Prepare to get zapped, bugs! And uh, fire on uh, what is what is the name of their ship again? The Mir Messia. The Mir Messia. Um, so I am going to use it's it's my base attack, and then is it my my strength or my dex or any of those things?
3: So, uh, if you take a look at the gunner actions thing.
4: Ah, yes. There we go. Gunner actions. Uh, so gunner actions, it's going to be, um, uh, just the shoot action. So I can fire one of my starship weapons. If I use a turret weapon, you can target a ship in any arc. So.
3: All right. One D 20 plus your base attack or your ranks and piloting, which for you are the same. Mm-hmm. Plus your dex mod, plus any bonuses from computer systems, which I totally didn't even oh, mention. yeah, We have a plus guys, one. Uh, is it plus one or is it plus two?
4: Um, I believe it is plus one. I'm looking at our our Starship computer. Is a tetranode, uh, yeah, Mark two. two tetranode. Oh, Mark two tetranode. You're right. It is a plus two. So, sweet. And since I'm the only one picking an attack this round, I can just take that for free, which will help offset uh, the penalty that I'm getting from Bob.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: No, from, uh, no, from no, from
1: or not from Quentin, from, not Bob. Sorry, from Quentin. Uh, no, it was Bob.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so basically. You know, think of it as base attack plus dex, um, which is kind of like a ranged attack. Yep. Uh, and you get a plus two from the computer and a minus two from uh, Quentin. So those cancel each other out. So 1d20 plus
4: that. All right. So. And you're be... not
3: at a range penalty because yep. you're well within range. And you're shooting at the Miramessia.
4: Yes. Okay. So I have a 25 to hit.
3: Okay. Uh, So that will hit once we resolve. Uh, So know that you have hit, but we also get to do a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm going to. Oh, you know what? Speaking of which, I think maybe I was supposed to resolve um, people's actions in reverse initiative order again. Not 100% sure.
4: At least you're learning, too, with us.
3: Yeah. (laughs) weird, um, weird. Suddenly across
2: the view screen, a, a big rainbow star shoots across.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, we're going to have the umber Wyvern and the celebrant of darkness. Each, uh, shoot each other. Uh, the umber Wyvern, uh, is actually going to, never mind, not shoot, it's going to ram the Celebrant of Darkness because it is in perfect ramming position of being adjacent with its aft towards the Celebrant of Darkness's four. Uh, So that's not good for uh, Team Immense Tomorrow, but that's not your problem. And Team Immense Tomorrow is going to latch on a bunch of, so they're going to fire chain cannons and uh, try to gra- Actually, no. They'll use their heavy ship tether. Eh, no, they'll just fire chain cannons at the uh, Umbra Wyvern. So those guys start blasting each other. Um, but you guys don't have to worry about that. You've picked your fight, and it's with the Formians, who will respond in kind. They will launch from those one of those bulbous sacks It. Uh, almost seems to vomit forth a cloud of spores.
1: I would like to remove three words from that last sentence.
4: Cloud of spores.
1: Bulbous sack
4: vomit. (laughs) 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 I guess I'm more concerned with the effect rather than the description, but (laughs) you do you.
3: What's your guy's armor class?
2: The AC currently is <laughs> tree tree. MK4 armor. Uh let's see, eighty shields, light shields, eighty. Is that what you're looking for?
3: No. no. Uh no. that's okay. So um we should probably make this a little easier for you guys. Um so uh uh Sam, I'm nominating you. Okay. Uh, We're going to have a little thing called stats, and we're going to start filling it in. Now, all of these are calculatable from things that we have down below, but that doesn't make it easy. Um, So I believe your armor class is 14. Um, I don't think there's any reason why it would be higher, uh, because you have Mark IV armor, which adds four to it. And I don't think that you have anything else that adds to it. Is that fair? I think it's fair.
4: Yep, that's correct.
3: Um so you can do that for literally all of these things, like all of the properties. Uh and then uh let's just see here. Explore. I'm just double checking the uh yeah, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Um so That way, you know, you know what your target lock is or your hull points, things like that. You can just come up here and check. Cool. Um,
4: Does target lock a base at ten and then plus six?
3: Yep. Okay. Uh, Then you guys are hit by this heavy spore launcher, which is going to deal a hefty amount of damage. Now let's see, you guys are. So we have to resolve our. Uh, attacks at the same time. So you guys are hitting the Myrmesia. Would you like to hit it in the four or the um, port? So you you guys, I think, have an angle such that you could hit it either behind, basically in the, the back side of the shields, or its left side. Let's... It is going to hit you in the starboard side rather than your front
5: let's hit it uh, I would say let's hit it on the left Uh, we can kind of try to stay on that side of them and keep hammering there
4: yeah I like it okay
3: Uh, then uh, I'm ready for damage whenever you guys have it from your maser
4: oh sure Uh, do I get to add my soldier damage to this again i I don't know,
3: yes, sure, oh, let's go oh, for it
4: cool uh all right then is forty five
3: Holy nice. cow well, Damn. they do have um awesome shields, but that wipes them out altogether Ooh. on on their port side, and uh you can tell because you're scarring uh the the biomechanical vessel itself and it starts spewing some sort of ichor into space and it you know drops like little you know gravity makes it go into like a fine mist or the lack of gravity that is uh all around it um and it, you know freezes in space uh it hits you guys with a spore weapon
0: gross I yeah. don't like the sound of that.
3: Oh, no. No, you shouldn't. So, uh, how much shields do you guys have on uh, your starboard side? 20. 20. Okay. And is somebody keeping track of this like they're keeping track of their own hit points?
4: Yeah, I'll put that up here, too. Okay.
3: Uh, and you should also keep track of the hull. The whole, there's only one thing to keep track of, but you do need to track it.
4: it. Uh, that, is, is that separate from hit points?
3: The whole, whole points is hit points.
4: Oh, okay. Then, yes, I've got that.
3: Uh, so then... shields, you're going to want to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're going to want that yep. in, like, four quadrants. Uh, your starboard shields are hit for 27, uh, meaning they are obliterated and... A cloud of fast-growing spores uh, starts causing tremendous damage to the ship's systems. And a ship that takes damage, like hull point damage from a spore weapon, immediately takes a critical effect. Ah. An engineer can repair spore damage. I would also let a science officer uh, try to repair spore damage um, by succeeding at different checks. Uh, if the spore damage remains at the end of the engineering phase, the damage system will take a critical damage effect again. Um, the damage will spread to other systems as because, uh, that's what the spores do.
2: So question, I understand all that, but you said we took 27 damage. We lost our starboard shield. Does that mean the extra seven spills onto our hit points or no?
3: Yep, that's exactly what yep. it means. Uh so, uh, let's figure out what kind of critical damage effect you guys get. Get to run percent roll percentile dice. I love it. Ooh, that's going to be life support. Uh so, uh the life support starts glitching. Uh that is going to impose a penalty uh to all captain actions. Um going forward. So minus two penalty to captain actions uh, as, yep. uh, As it's difficult to give an inspiring speech when you can't breathe. And it also makes perfect sense that the life support would be compromised by uh, these spores. Um, They're getting in and uh, really messing with all of their ship systems. Okay. Uh, I think that is it for round one. Wow. Uh,
2: that's not that bad. No, it's it's not. There's a, just a lot of, of moving parts.
5: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so Kevin, it, it really looks like ships just move in reverse initiative order. So, yeah, it's not like you declare where you move and then you move in regular order. They just move. So that okay. would presumably provoke an attack if you move that way.
3: Okay. Good to know. Cool. I guess that's most helpful to the people with the highest initiative, so that's kind of fine. Yeah. Uh, now, the, the the crazy thing about this that I'm gonna definitely have to get used to, because uh, I did this in a in a long running game, but I haven't done it for many many a moon, is uh initiatives are new every round but yeah. we will get to that when we get to Whoa.
0: the.
3: i know right <laughs> um we will get to that when we get to the uh the the helm phase the piloting yeah. phase, uh, so we start back again at the engineering phase. So this would be an opportunity for engineers to fix shields, for science officers to deal with the spores, for uh, magic officers to do something magical, or captains to inspire people, anything like that. Also, yep. you can still try to like hype up your your social media crowd. There doesn't seem to be any. Specific bonus that they're granting here, but you never know what that might do. Well,
1: I know what we need to do.
5: Hang on, just <laughs> one second. Uh, oh, never mind. Yep, go ahead. Go ahead, Rob. Um we needs to get rid of the spores. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do we want to? Do we want to give you our computer bonus to that, just so that
0: I we're sure we got rid of the the spore the spores. So now, is it going to be, like, uh, separate to get uh, to fix the damage that the spores cause? Or does uh, getting rid of the spores take
3: care of that? It's a special action dictated by the spores system themselves. So basically, you can stop the spread. of Think of it as the spores have inflicted you with a condition, and you can stop the spread of that. Um, it doesn't repair the damage they've done. That would be a separate action. Hmm
0: thinking restoring shields might still be a better call right now so I think if that's you succeed gonna...
3: at all you get 12 points of shields back um which yeah. is awesome uh and you could even divert some more like you could divert say uh four more points from one quadrant to that one to put them both at like 16 for instance
4: um, I could help you out ahead of this by taking the chief mate action, um, which is um, I could try to make an engineering check myself um, and um, let you divert take the divert action to two systems.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean that I could also continue to boost speed.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: All right. Unless you want the well, I guess you're doing this. You probably ain't shooting.
4: Yeah, I mean I mean, I could shoot again, but like I think keeping our own ship running is usually gonna be the best call.
0: Fair. So yeah, I'm gonna be uh diverting. I think I'm just gonna try to science at the spores.
3: That that is the plan. Okay. Whoever wants to go first, go.
4: Uh, well, I think I have to make the check first. Um, to so
3: you're doing what now, as chief mate?
4: I'm taking the maintenance panel action, so I'll pull open a, a maintenance panel and like try to like a- give him some extra power for the diverting action.
3: Ah, nice. So that they can choose two systems.
4: Exactly.
0: Okay. Reverses a uh, power coupling temporarily before it burns out.
4: Yep. There you much. go. Uh, so uh, 1. 1. 1.5 times the starship's tier, so that's, that...
3: It, it's,
0: whenever it says
3: that, you can replace that whole little block with just the number Close 10. To.
4: Okay, so because it's, it's going to be your, a DC your 20 action?
3: 7, so yeah. So it's uh, DC yep.
4: And so do I get... Oh, It's only attack rolls that uh, Grace helps with?
3: No. Grace can help with four checks per round. Alright.
4: Yeah. Then I, I would love to take uh, two points on this, because I don't make this roll on average.
3: As okay. an athletics check?
4: Uh Oh, it's an athletics check, not an engineering check. Never mind! That's much better. Yep. I kept... Uh, so yes, uh, then I I don't need to do that. I can save the roll of us.
3: You can still do it. I mean, there's, there's six of you, and she can help four of you, so only two of you don't get the help. Alright, I'll take it. It's up to you guys. Cool. You take it. Go for it.
4: Alright, then I've got a super succeed, so you get to keep us running and divert the shields.
0: Okay,
3: okay, Uh, but that seems like a nice. uh, You you, your Poland fuses are burning your your uh, vest hands as you start. You know, manually uh, redirect the power at the maintenance panel. Uh, Skritic, what do you do?
0: Okay. Yep. I uh, basically start. uh routing power through alternate uh, pathways to run them to the shields and then uh, further ancillary power back to the uh, thrusters to continue to try to get us additional shields and speed.
3: All right, go ahead and make an engineering check. Uh, You only have to make one check, but if it works, it applies to two systems, which is kind of nice. There it goes. Okay. (laughs) 31. Nailed it. Okay, so you the, uh, you get the the plus two bonus to speed, so that's still going. And then, um, what are you doing with the other one?
0: I say, let's go ahead and uh, get the shields. So let's put 12 back on starboard. Do we want to move like four from port over? Probably. Yeah, let's do that. Let's move uh, uh no one steer, Yeah, no one's
3: to your port at all right now.
0: Yeah, put them both at 16.
3: Uh, and then Amu, you were going to divert the spores? Spore cleaning duty. Um, I would allow a life science check for that.
0: I was hoping for that. <laughs>
3: You're like, spore cleanup duty. I was born ready for this.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm we- still going to have Amu use the plus two. Okay. Uh,
2: from Grace.
3: So that's the second use. Yep.
2: Yeah. I feel like this is a kind of important role and I don't want to screw it up.
3: Yeah, because it's going to otherwise just start spreading through the ship and start dealing more critical damage effects. I quite like spore weapons, by the way. It was very Uh, Is that good enough? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is exactly good enough. Oh, wow. thank wow. grace. The D C is fifteen plus your ship's tier.
0: Whew.
6: Ooh. Wow.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, it's that not was, tier and a half. Nope. Ooh.
3: It it's it, weirdly enough, so I mean I can even just link it so you know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> but um but yeah, no, it specifies the D C is fifteen plus the ship's tier. Okay. Oh, close. Um, cool. So yeah. But you stop you you can um you know uh replace the uh the the filters and the life support uh maybe you can recruit
2: um yeah the, the plan saying? was uh, grab some uh samples analyze them real quick and then uh send Squeebo in there ah nice to clean yes exactly that makes perfect sense
3: cool uh so that's three of you
5: does, um does that do we still have the the captain action penalty?
3: Uh, you do. It does not okay. fix the critical damage critical effect. Damage. Uh, okay. That can well, be done for what it's worth. That is another sure. action that can... can. It's called... Oh, although it's really tough.
0: Um, I assume it's also an engineering.
3: It is an engineering action, and I don't think you guys can actually do it. It requires 12 ranks in engineering to do.
6: Oh, okay. Oh.
3: Um, there's a thing called... oh. Here's how it goes. Uh there's a thing called hold it together. Um, but that only oh, yeah. lasts a very short period of time, so you probably don't want to do that. And nobody did it this round.
5: Yep. So yeah, there you would a take fix. a minus two penalty. Okay. Uh in that case, uh Hecubino will like hit a little button and put on his helmet. Um so he can breathe a little better. And then he instead of Socially trying to get Bob to do better. He's just going to lend him some processing power and just runs over and just puts his hand like palm out right on top of Bob's head um, and will attempt a magic officer action of uh precognition. Nice. So I'm going to try and give him a bonus, a bonus to his pilot check again. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to take the grace bonus. Uh, cause he can have that.
3: Reasonable.
6: So this is
5: a mysticism check, I think. Yep. Yep. 24. Uh, yeah, that succeeds. All right. So I'll connect my brain to Bob's, but definitely not to the, uh, what is it called? Like the hyper cortex. <laughs> so definitely I'll, co- I'll connect it to Bob's like forebrain. brain. <laughs> Good I mean, you know, with the five brain.
1: Power. The four is probably busy piloting. Yeah.
6: And I All think that's right. it for me. Uh
3: Quentin, are you holding back for gunnery? <laughs> you, you could. Maybe.
1: Can I diplomatize the guns? Um, yeah, I mean How's your piloting? piloting? Eh, It doesn't suck, but it also sucks. <laughs> so I mean,
3: uh, how many ranks in piloting do you have?
1: uh,
6: Four. Okay. That's not a lot of
5: ranks. The max you could have at this point is six, right? So it's not that bad.
1: No, wait. Ranks is the blue one. I have have zero
3: ranks. mm. (laughs) All right. Then, yeah, you would be using your base attack bonus. What is that? Probably what, like three or four
1: mm, eight no let's take a look at so attack, it, oh, it, base attack bonus is for you yeah. sorry four. i was looking at my ranged attack bonus
3: that's okay so you're thinking ba- hey it's, it's a gun so you'd be a couple points worse than uh than Vangi normally but mm-hmm. then again you don't have you interfering with you so it <laughs> hey actually be, I'm just saying, it works out number wise.
5: <laughs> also, how many uh, how many bonuses do we have left? Two. We still have two two so races left. Yeah. We could we could do one for Bob's pilot check and one for
1: Bob's gunnerie check, or uh, for uh, okay. uh, Quentin's we, we, check. We don't all look alike just because we're artificial creatures. I mean, you're you're lucky
5: that I'm actually calling him Quentin because I've had it stuck in my head forever that his name is Gavin. So if we ever meet another sphere, I really want like I really want him to be part of a batch assembly, and for there to be like an evil version, well, an evil version of him named Gavin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Noted.
4: A sphere with a mustache.
1: Yeah, that's how you just have a little beard. Um, sure. I'm going to diplomatize the guns. All right.
3: Well, then we go to the helm phase where, uh. Let's
6: see here. Time oh, for a piloting
3: about... check. Yes, we need another pilot check from the pilot.
2: So I'm going to. Oh, take by the one way, from...
3: um, I forgot you. You took the fly action last round, Bob. But I right. do want to note that there are many other actions you could take. The, the fly was it was a wonderful first round. F- we didn't have to think about it type action, <laughs> but there are other crazy things you can do do a barrel you could do a barrel roll a Barrel. A and do a barrel roll i don't know that that I'm helps you
2: i'm not but... gonna do a barrel roll so yep. don't worry about that do an Immelman. Oh. Um, so uh
3: i think you get a net of basically plus four here
2: um two from... if i use the gate grace yeah
3: which, I mean, there's two checks left and
2: yeah, I might as two as well. used
3: left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, and
2: then I also get the plus one from our maneuverability.
3: Yep. You can just factor that in so I get five. in general. Yeah.
2: Yep. All right. So piloting here is 29 this time.
3: 29. That is, again, going to make you... Is it the same initiatives? It's the same initiatives as last <laughs> round. Uh... So it's exactly the same. Um, Well, I guess, you know, slow people are going the slowest. So that is fair enough. Oh, crap. (laughs) Well, the Umber Wyvern is going to provoke. There's just no way around it from where it's located. It's going to provoke from the Celebrant of Darkness, which is not great because the Celebrant of Darkness has a bunch of like Chains I hanging use... from it. Yes, yeah, but it doesn't it seem is...
4: like the thing you want to provoke from.
3: Yeah, right. It's like a bunch of spikes.
4: It's like might grab you.
3: Yep. Uh, let's see what happens.
6: Actually, if I can hit it with a tether. No, we don't want to do that. We will instead just hit it with our guns.
3: Yeah, they will unleash a. Um, particle beam at it uh, just ripping through some of the orange and brown plates on uh, the uh, umber wyvern it does look uh, like they're able to target um, any quadrant of the ship uh, when it's passing through which is really annoying for the umber wyvern because it's got decent shields except at the front at its aft mm-hmm. or, uh because um it uh, rammed the or four rather uh it rammed the uh the uh celebrant of darkness uh last time so it's being targeted there which means critical. the particle beam is just ripping into its hull. Uh th- anyway sure you guys care deeply about red iron and his crew and all. i mean that. we don't not care yeah <laughs> i mean they're like the people who are are closest to you yeah we know um, their you,
4: names as opposed yeah. to you know anyone else in this race
3: yep they're not the, even
4: sure that the formians have names
3: right uh, they do also take some uh, damage from flying through the asteroid belt, as it's really difficult to make these turns uh, with their maneuverability. Uh, That's where they wind up. Then the Miramessia. Oh jeez, this gets ugly. By the way, you cannot go closer. If you you cannot, for instance, hit the uh, the orange ring if you're not on the orange ring. Just so you know. Okay. Right, right. It's a rule of how we move our ships around this thing. Uh, uh, you guys are up.
6: Careful. That is where they're moving.
2: Wow, their speed must have really increased.
5: How are the Mermesius shields doing? Did they recover any?
3: So you saw that you did hull damage to them mm. with your... Uh, your bla- your your maser shot, um. But yeah, you would need to scan them again to see okay. if they've rebalanced their shields. Okay, you guys get to declare your move. Or actually, just move.
2: Uh, or you take your pilot
3: special if, actions.
2: I move. think I'm going to try a full power. Uh, I do have the ranks in piloting for that. You have to spend a resolve, and I have to spend a resolve, and I have that, which would give us
0: up to sixteen on our move. Whew! Oh, but adding two t distance between turns. Mm.
3: Well, it just means you Tricky. know. <laughs> the good news is you need you have a lot of straightaway distance here
0: mm-hmm.
2: that you can do I
3: mean, before are... you need to take a turn.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because I of
2: like where do you're doing do it, yeah. I think I can do that. Let's see here. Let's. Let's draw a line.
3: Oh, uh, Stephen! I know you're in the yeah. middle of acting, but um, will you like take screenshots of this? Yes, I am. Okay, cool. Because I don't know. I think it looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's pretty neat. It's distance... very pretty.
5: Like one... I was, I was There's... just talking today to another game master about like the like the amount of effort. That ends up going into games. I was like, yeah, this is like a huge amount of effort. It was like, this is on a podcast and we have pictures so people can see it. There's like tons of games, stuff like this, you know, even wackier stuff than this. And, you know, only four people ever get to see it.
3: Yep. It is advantageous to move to uh, the inner track whenever like, possible. That's that is what I'm
2: trying, but I was trying to yep. avoid all of those asteroids. So if only we had a, a ghost drive of some sort. That would let us pass through <laughs> right. this material. So,
3: believe it or not, both those ships took damage uh during their movement oh, okay. for passing oh, through those asteroid fields. Speaking so, of
4: those asteroid fields, would I be able to take like maybe a gunnery action to like shoot at them to like get us a clear path?
3: Well, you guys already have a clear path. Oh, yeah, but you mean We're gonna future.
5: run into them again, yeah.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Sweet. Uh, the, the huge asteroids, uh, less so. Sure. The smaller the asteroids,
6: definitely, yeah. Nice. Yes, yeah,
2: uh, so there's I'm, my action. I, it cost me a resolve point, but we were able to get a, a uh, little bit more power to move into first place.
3: All right. And then the celebrant of darkness does its thing. Man, these asteroids.
0: Do we not get like an me. extra six movement?
3: Oh Yeah. I only gave you two squares of extra movement. But oh, you okay. You should get way more than that, right? Like, yeah, right, four more, yeah.
0: or yeah. I am assuming uh, the two boosts that I give it doesn't count, right? Right. So you should so, move what four Instead, more? Four squares. Four more hexes.
2: Can I move? Can I move right here?
3: Yes, you have moved enough in this direction such that you could change your facing. So let's do that and go one, two, three, four. Yeah, like there. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
5: That's what I'm talking about.
3: Uh, but you do have to run through some asteroids to get there. See those little asteroids?
0: Oh yeah, yeah there's, right there's a anyone. That's okay. I think it's worth it. That hit our forward uh, shield, so.
3: Yep, so your forward shields take uh, five, uh, nine points of damage. All right, the Selburn of Darkness. Oh, jeez. I guess we'll move to here does not like being behind so we're definitely gonna have to fix that but you guys (laughs) we're pretty fast okay uh i think we're on to gunnery
4: all right sweet so i think i'm going to um i guess we'll be firing behind us
5: i think you Um, already went sam yeah. We're still on that. Oh right, yeah, that's it. true. I forgot. Still it's, on that rack. Yes.
1: So
4: yeah, I don't know if it's anyone it's else turn. wants to shoot,
5: but
1: hello, I am here to shoot. What can we shoot uh, at? Well, someone so behind you can, us.
3: You can take over the maser, which is mm-hmm. turret mounted and probably your best weapon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to shoot at one of the ones behind you.
1: Are the so ants behind us?
3: The yes, they are.
1: Um, I think we should shoot at the ants because they you know we shot them before, and they yeah made we've it already at shot ant. at
5: the
0: ants, yeah, yeah, focus fire exactly, Indeed.
4: yeah, and we could even i think still get the uh uh place we shot them before where we messed up their shields,
1: yeah you know, let's we, go let's get militant. Not, no, we them the no. <laughs>
5: didn't we no oh yeah, over. You, yeah, we are you, shot past them, yep.
4: We'll I them. mixed up my ship location. Left, well,
1: right, center. I'm going to shoot them.
4: It'll at least make it harder for them to redirect shielding.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, as you can tell, like, whenever this happens, like, things, you know, like, they only have so much uh, shields to go around, so.
1: Well, that's all right. They they never change a thing. Um, I'm going to shoot the ants marching. So this is just... uh. 20 plus my base attack bonus? Uh,
3: plus your dex mod. So it's like a ranged attack.
1: Okay. So let me check my dex mod. Doodly-doo. I should have a pretty good one. My dex is like 150.
6: Or four. That'll work, too.
3: Plus 70 dex mod?
1: Yeah, 70. <laughs> yep. Um, How do you feel about a 24.
3: Uh, and this is going at the Mirmesia. Uh, that is going to hit. So not
1: bad. you are going to turn them into an antique. Yeah. Stop it. Stop what? I don't understand what you're talking about.
5: Your references are giving me hives.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, important that we think about these things. They're they're bugging me. I'll, I'll tell you that. Oh. <laughs> You know, if you keep track of all my references, you might as well be an account ant. Oh, <laughs> Are we just going to keep
0: droning on like this?
1: <laughs> yes, queen. Um, I should probably roll damage, huh?
3: No, you should wait, oh. because we resolve all the damage at once. But, uh, uh... <laughs> You are being fired upon by the Celebrant of Darkness with their heavy torpedo launcher against your target lock. Um, so what is your target lock? 16. Okay, well,
6: uh, I've got
3: good news. Actually, no, I don't have any good news. Just oh. I was trying to think of how I was going to been that but it's just bad news. You guys are hit by a torpedo.
5: Oh no. Do we get do we get cover from the fact that the torpedo has to go through asteroids?
3: Oh. Yeah, I like that. I it does. So <laughs> uh we will say that that ups your target lock by 2. Um well, which minutes. means it blows apart behind you on an asteroid.
5: <laughs> ah. Well yeah. done we still take any damage from it?
3: Uh, no, you don't. Okay, But the Miramessia is going to fire upon you again mm. with oh, an EMP cannon. Oh no.
4: That sounds bad.
5: Yep. Stupid status effect bugs. Yeah, right? Er, how dare they?
4: Status effect bad guys are great because they just make you worse but don't actually kill you.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's fantastic all right so the bugs are pretty they're, they're they're pretty good at this stuff uh yeah you guys are in range let's make my gunnery <laughs> check yeah this yeah,
6: time I anticipation
1: is killing me
3: uh
6: <sighs> what
3: <laughs> um and uh they're going to get you so uh you guys and the umber wyvern is going to uh shoot the celebrant of darkness with their heavy laser cannon because those two are in a little fight um so uh it looks like you guys are hitting the mermesia and the mermesia is hitting you again so go ahead and roll damage quentin
1: okay give me a hint as to how many damages i'm rolling uh you are rolling. What did you use? What did you 60, the ten? Maser. The
2: Mazer. Yeah, six the Maser. six 60, ten, the Mazer. Six I
1: don't have any bonus. Correct. Bada, 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 bada. Swing bada, Thirty-one. Oof.
3: That's pretty good. Uh yeah, that's going to blow apart all of their four shields and deal them some more damage let's take a look and see i knew when they took a small amount of damage that uh they had not suffered a critical hit effect but now now they have yeah. so uh quentin Woo! why don't you roll percentile, percentile dice percentile. for me percentile feel, yeah anyone who who does the damage gets to roll the uh, percentile that
1: 2d10 or 1d100
3: 1d100
5: which is okay. the same as 2D10, if you want to... But is it? Yeah, but it just tells you the number, I suppose that you're having to...
1: 17.
5: 17?
3: Yes. Okay. So you have damaged their sensors, uh, which applies to science officer actions and like their ability to scan, maybe navigate, things like that.
1: Hmm. Darn, I was aiming for the engines. I was hoping they'd be venting antimatter.
3: Uh, okay. Uh, And they hit you with the EMP cannon, which uh, means uh, we will randomly determine a ship system and it's going to. uh, Wreck it. Wreck it. (laughs) Yes. 64 is the engines. Uh, So that's going to apply to pilot. So now. The engines are glitching as well. Um, And that's a minus two penalty on piloting checks. Oh, you think that could be repaired for what it's worth because it was inflicted by this status condition. Uh, I think that's the end of the round. Yeah.
2: Everybody's gone.
3: Well, we have some bonus surprises as previously mentioned, by uh Chuck our hosts.
6: Um, <laughs>
3: there are mines, mines uh that are hidden in the asteroid field that start to follow you. Oh no, no, no. they look like oh, they're bl- being <laughs> magnetically pulled by your bumpers.
2: Oh nice. uh,
3: <laughs> uh so they will go to the nearest one, two, three, four, five, uh, and blow themselves up.
4: Sweet, we seem to be clear right now. Yeah. Uh, so at
3: the moment, at the moment, so that is going to hit the Mir Mesia, and it goes. It always goes towards the aft shields. The aft is the behind, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. The back shields, um, and they deal a pretty substantial amount of damage. Uh, So 10, 19, 24, 27 damage to the aft shields for the Myrmesia, which doesn't quite reduce those to zero, but is a a hefty blow to them nonetheless. Um, And there's another one that is following the Umber Wyvern is right behind it. Uh and uh we're ready for the next round, but I think that might be uh in destined for a future episode. What do you think, Steve? Oh,
2: Cliffhanger. Uh, Hanging from a cliff. Yeah. Hey, listen, everybody, you can head over to our Discord server for free. There's a link in the show notes. Come and hang out in our critical hit chat. And um and talk about all these fun actions that uh, you've been listening to today. Talk about all your love of drifters. I hear Kevin sometimes shows up in the Discord, uh, so you might be able to harangue him um, about uh, harangue, harangue, about harangue. this game. Uh, or you might run into uh, any any one of us uh, over on our Major Spoilers Discord. So go do that right now. We want to see as many of you joining that Discord server in the next uh, couple of days. Uh, But until the next time that we meet, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits.
4: This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.